Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. I'm live. It's good to be alive. Um, we got a lot to go through. We have an awful lot to go through. Just uh, a matter of programming. <clears throat> Tomorrow on our radio show, and our podcast, we're coming out with what we know about uh, Lahaina. And so you're going to want to check that out. I didn't hold back. People say, well, did you talk about directed energy weapons? I brought it up. Um, can I prove that, Court? Not yet. Is there enough for a criminal investigation? You're darn right there is. So uh, you'll want to check that out. And um, just to remind you, I, sometimes I can be slow on the draw. I was talking about how crypto is going to go away and hear all the things they're going to do to it. And, uh, and I was right. WEFPAC and uh, Senate and BlackRock and Vanguard, State Street, World Economic Forum, all lined up to get rid of Bitcoin, crypto. <laughs> it took me a couple of conversations and a day to figure out I had fallen for their scheme. And I want to talk about this earlier today. I want to make sure you understand this. Whenever they want to short something and pick it up on the cheap, they vilify it. They sell off. And we're going to see that over the next few weeks. And, oh, they're going to be pissed that I'm giving this to you. But um, George uh, Soros, as I pointed out in that piece I did earlier today, he got rid of all his copper. He said, copper sucks, copper's this, copper's that. And... Then he bought it all up after he sold it all, and he got it for pennies on the dollar. This is what they're doing with crypto. They have to have an escape hatch to jump to. Why they're collapsing the cash, and that's what they're doing. They've got about as much gold as they're going to be able to get and to monetize. There's room for more, but they really want to go to where they can make the biggest bang for the buck. And crypto is the most volatile. It'll fall the most. It'll accelerate the most. And so they're driving crypto in the ground. 60 minutes has done something on it. I mean, it's just ridiculous every time I turn around. It's attack crypto. Now they want to prosecute Sam Bankman, Freed, more. And, and I'm thinking, you know, this is too contrived. So I made a couple of phone calls. One was to a good friend. He said, did you really fall for that? And boy, did he give me a tongue lashing. He goes, I can't believe you fell for that. And I said, okay, it took me a day to figure it out. And I had to come back on here and say, mea culpa, okay, I made a mistake. I fell for their bull crap with the globalists. And usually I'm pretty good at picking up on stuff like that. But this time I wasn't as good as I'd like. So here's the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen. Not all of you are in a position where you can go out and just lay down money for crypto. And it's too soon. I am setting it up with my bank. And I'm going to use a regular provider, mainstream crypto. And um, I'm going to wait until the price just goes. And I'm going to make a guess because we never know for sure when it's going to hit bottom. And that's what I'm going to swoop in. And I'm going to grab a lot. And after I do it, keyword after, I'm going to put this out like no one's business. Oh, they're going to be pissed. They're going to be really upset. That's okay. That's okay. I don't like it when they collapse my economy. I don't like it when they try to move us off our properties, take away our food supply, 
make us live in open air urban ghettos called smart cities. I don't like that. So um, it, it's it's time. I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if we can't turn this around here, I'm convinced that there's going to be a civil war. And I'm not advocating for a civil war, but it ain't going to be us that does it. I'm going to tell you that I know for a fact that people in the military, and I don't mean privates and sergeants. I mean, we're talking some pretty high-ranking officers. They are pissed. One of my military sources, retired, set me up on a conversation with two guys in the Pentagon on two different occasions. And they told me, it's already there. The sides are drawn. The sides are drawn. And you may have heard from um, um, Michael Yon that military buses coming north with migrants. And you may have seen a... Um, a video I did where, you know how you have the migrant hordes and they're all bunched up and or they're just discombobulated. There is no rhyme or reason to their moving forward, except it's a mass moving in one direction. But the one video I had showed oh, dozens of people in just about perfect straight lines. They're military. No kids. No kids. No old people. No women. They're all 20s and 30s and in really good shape. And there were some, too, that were in our teenage years, and they were towards the end of the line. Um, that's called a military unit. And um, we are going to have a heyday. Paul Preston called me, excuse me, late last night and was telling me that military is crossing the border. And I, I know the P, um, Border Patrol guy told me I've been friends with this Border Patrol guy for nine years, and I've got two of them I rely on. They're catching Chinese at the border with PLA tattoos on their arms. That's regular Chinese army. And they're crossing to like that video I described. So the sides are being drawn. They, they, listen, the administration knows what's coming. Everybody knows what's coming except for the American people. And that's really unfortunate. I don't want to see a civil war, but it's out of my hands. But I can clearly see the direction we're going. Um, what I want to talk to you about is, first of all, October 4th. That's in three days. And um, <laughs> we're picking up another syndication for our radio show. And I don't want this to go bad, and the meeting for this is on the night of the 4th. Who knows? I, listen, I think the 4th is going to be a black swan event that's going to pass without notice. But it's going to set into motion a lot of things. Now, I know there's a lot of theories out there that um, the electrical frequencies are going to uh, interfere with people's immune systems and could cause health effects. And, yeah, I've heard all that. The thing is, they could do that without no notifying you it's in a test. So I, I'm not inclined to think that that's it. But what I think they are doing is they're preparing to make a naughty and nice list. And this is what Macron did. Macron and Klaus Schwab had a meeting two weeks ago. And they came out of the meeting, and Klaus Schwab says, we need to have a social credit camp for dissidents, okay? FEMA camps, in other words. And Macron gets back into France, and he says, yeah, we can take control of everyone's cell phone. We can even access their cameras and blah, blah, blah. And we're going to start doing some pre-crime stuff here. My words, not his. And this is what they want to do, and it's all about a naughty and nice list. And I'm pretty sure this is what this test is about. And just to make sure everyone's on the same page and they have complete monitoring of you as they want. Um, I mean, we're talking the lockdown. When it comes, it's going to come like that. And they could be locked down for um, illness or virus or anything. I don't think that's that may come. I don't know. But I will say this. When I say lockdown, I mean you're going to be out of your car. You're not going to be able to get any gas. You're probably not going to be going to work. The dollar will have already collapsed, and they'll offer you solace in the inner cities. And this is where I'm going to tie together a couple of things I've done. I've demonstrated very, very clearly on this channel where BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard are collapsing the commercial real estate market. They're using their influence over the banks, and they basically are the controlling agent for the five majors. And they're gonna they're doing a refi. Uh, of was it two trillion of commercial real estate game over i mean rite aid went broke today did you see that and it joined eight other corporations that went major corps that went broke um 
the economy is collapsing around us now and people just aren't seeing it yet because there's enough normality left that people aren't fearful. It's when your lights don't work. It's when you have no food available. You can't drive to work. It's a problem. They're collapsing the auto industry. The 25,000 UAW workers, that's going to eventually cause 500,000 to be out of work. I mean, you name it. By the way, in L.A., and I've mentioned this a couple times, um, they're trying to get people, obviously, who lose their jobs. They can't afford to make payments. They want you off your farm. They want you out of the suburbs. And they want you into stack and pack densely populated cities that are be smart cities. And L.A. is in the middle of building what's going to be a build-out, 2.5 million commercial real estate conversions to single-family dwellings of three to 700 square feet. And they've already been doing this. I, I wrote about this 10 years ago uh, in San Francisco. It's called Bay Area One. It's been a disaster, but they're doing it. They're also doing it in my state of Arizona, along uh, Grand Avenue and Van Buren, uh, where they're doing these conversions. This is going on, people, all across the country. Uh, there's no escaping this. And uh, they are going to collapse the economy, and I don't know that there's much we can do about it. And unfortunately, when you look at Congress, nothing but a bunch of whores, street-walking prostitutes. As long as Kevin McCarthy and all the little boys there in Washington, all the little girls can pimp themselves out, uh, well, what do they get? Insider trading. That's the biggest thing promised for re-election because we control things. Kind of like the old Outer Limit show, you know, we control the vertical, we control the horizontal. Yeah, well, they control things, and uh, they make good on campaign donations. And But insider trading is really the way that they hold people. And I've said this about Arizona state government. There are three types of politicians in Arizona, uh, and there's a fourth, but it's just about extinct. One is absolute positive criminals in bed with Sinaloa cartel Chinese interests, really one and the same, and they're being paid off in one form or another. Hopefully, hopelessly corrupt. That's called the Brager Report. Okay, and by the way, there's a panic in Arizona over the Brager Report, and it forced the departure from the state of our top three state officials as they're hiding out in D.C., and they sent the DOJ fixers to town to take care of it. Oh, you people in Arizona government didn't think we could find this out? Oh, yeah, we did. We did. Um, and we know why you're panicking, and you should be panicking. You're a bunch of crooks. But anyway, there's that one group there on the take. There's a group that like to be on the take, but they're kind of waiting their turn, but they cover up for those who do. Totally corrupt, too. And then there's a third group that really won't join the corruption, but there are too many chicken bleepers of them that won't stand up and do what's right. I mean, I've talked to two of them. I said, come on my show, please. You know what's going on. We can expose this. We can go with it. We got John Thaler, ex-DOJ, uh, RICO investigator, uh, and that's really who wrote the, the Brager report. I said, we can get going on this thing. I said, we can have a heyday here. And they're in panic mode right now because they found out there's a few judges in Arizona they can't control. Carrie Lake has found one of them. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they pray for this judge's safety. But anyway, that's the third category, the chicken bleepers that know what's going on. They're not corrupt. They really don't want to be corrupt, but they're too afraid to say anything. And then there's a fourth type. They're very rare. It's the Liz Harris type who says, well, I'm going to invite uh, John Thaler's number one person, Jackie Brager, to come in and make a presentation. <laughs> they got her kicked out of the legislature. Yeah, interesting. But the side, I'm going to tell you, Paul Preston and I, in this discussion we had last night, uh, and I agree with Paul. Paul said, Dave, they're in absolute panic. And he talks to a lot of the um, Trump people, and he's well-connected with a lot of people. And he says they are in panic mode on the other side. I agree. That's what's causing them to accelerate their agenda. Um, the one thing I'm going to highly recommend to you is that you have your preps in order, because I do believe that the uh, when the transformation comes, it'll be accompanied by a cyber grid takedown that'll be intentional. That's what I think this uh, experiment's about here on the 4th. I think that's part of it. Cyber grid takedown is what I would expect. 
And uh, you got to have your food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, and tools. And I would really suggest that you get familiar with the website, The Organic Prepper with Daisy Luther. I've interviewed Daisy a number of times. I've got to get her back on if we have time before all hell breaks loose. But Daisy actually came on my show one time, and she talked about how you can garden in a cold-weather city inside your own apartment and how you should store precious resources that if the powers that be knew you had it, they come and seize it from you. But you just rent a place like a storage locker, get someone else to put it in their name. You put it there, you have the key and you hide out your essentials. And we went through and she talked about the kind of lighting you would need to do this. And I would recommend you go to the organic prepper. She's got a ton of good stuff and she's got a guy on there named Selco. Uh, Selco writes for Daisy at the organic prepper. Selco survived the 1992 virtual Holocaust. Serbia, that's what we're headed for. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time for by the way i really do believe this it's going to be like the movies the purge right remember the three-part series i i think it's going to be a lot like that and selco talked about do's and don'ts of this and i have published some of his work so what i'm telling you is that this is a situation that you really want to be prepped for. How are you going to supply your food needs? Now, if you go out, you know, we sell the storable food, right? Okay, and you can go to preparewithdave.com, and um, they, they have what, I think it's uh, 25% off the three-month special, and it's good stuff. It's good food. It's restaurant quality. You need to have storable food. You do. And then you need to hide it. You need to bury it. False walls, burying the ground. If you're an apartment, you probably should build a false wall. Uh, don't just put it in the safe because the safes are um, giving up the combinations to the FBI. I didn't know there was a universal combination so much for security, right? But I learned that when I heard about, I think it was Liberty Safes. They gave the FBI a combination when they wanted to execute a search warrant and the person wasn't cooperating. Um, and so Liberty says, well, we can get you into it. 
So, so much for buying safes. But anyway, you do need to bury your gold. Um, we actually have a product coming out this month where we're going to actually talk about your gold and how you could put it in these containers and then bury it in the ground. Um, and I'd recommend doing the same thing with food. I really would. You need to store the essentials, but they'll have their anti-hoarding laws. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. And FEMA will randomly go to homes, not all the homes, certainly, but they'll randomly go to homes with law enforcement and they'll do a search. And uh, so you really, really need to have your resources. Um, you also need to be prepped in line with other people. Don't tell people what you're doing unless they're doing the same thing in lockstep with you. Because when the poop hits the fan and you've got your three days of darkness, um, you don't want people to know what you got who doesn't didn't take the time or effort to prepare. So that's going to be really important as well, too. But I think October 4th is a test for this black swan event that'll be like the movie The Purge. And continuity of government actually covers this. So it's not like I'm going out in left field. Um, Continuity of government says if the country goes into this huge, chaotic, like civil war situation or, or just extreme violence, the plan for the military is to cordon off the cities. No one in, no one out. Let the people fight it out. No one will be coming. No 911. So you better be ready. And you, well, I'm not comfortable using a gun. I don't have time to learn. And okay, I understand that. Then you better align with someone who does. Okay, I mean, you can have all the greatest excuses in the world. Um, you know, excuses are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. But uh, this is about your life. And you're going to need to prep because this October 4th is a big deal. And let me give you the one reason how I know. I've never seen a drill like this in which the government did not take the time and say it's for one, two, three, and four. These are the reasons why. They're just doing the drill. And the government's getting very arrogant. I've had people in Lahaina tell me that um, they know we know, and we know what they did, and they don't care. I would agree with that statement. I've seen a lot of arrogance there, and we're seeing it out of our national government, too. You know, their cover stories are terrible, terrible. I, I could have thought of a better cover story when I was in the sixth grade, but they don't care. They don't care. I mean, it's kind of like Governor Green had a meeting this last Monday. It was all about smart city concepts. Okay, didn't use the word smart city, but all the Agenda 2030 sustainable development goal stuff was talked about there, including central bank digital currency. And they had at the top of the meeting agenda a disclaimer. This is not about smart islands. This is not about this. This is not about that. Then they proceed to have the meeting exactly about those things. I mean, it's really pretty funny. Um, save the last bullet for yourself. Boy, how morbid can we get? And I got bad news for people who are Christians like me who think that God's going to step in in this moment. He might, but then we're not in the last days. It's got to be the tribulation. There's going to be three and a half years of, ooh, the Antichrist turns things around. That's relatively palatable. And then all hell breaks loose. And if Jesus didn't return, no flesh would be left alive. Uh, God's not going to come back and stop this. If he stops what's going on right now, that means Mark of the Beast and all this other stuff will happen at a later time. Okay, so, you know, and I don't want to get into a religious philosophical debate here. But I want to say this, too. If, if you have gold, great. If you have gold certificates, get rid of them and get the real thing. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. And the certificates will just go away in situation. Gold won't. And I want to make sure you understand one thing about gold. Bitcoin will be workable and tradable. I think that'll stay as an active currency through the worst crisis. Gold and silver should not. There might be instances where you could trade and barter, but I don't see that. Gold and silver is how you preserve the wealth that you have accumulated. And then when things reach a sense of semi-normality, they always bring gold and silver back. They can outlaw it, but they all, I mean, Nixon, before him, FDR in 1932, they always bring it back, and they will. 
And it's how you preserve your wealth. Now, there will be anti-hoarding food laws, anti-gold laws, anti-excuse me, gun laws. There'll be all of that. Am I telling you there's going to be a collapse? There's no question. I'm doing an interview tonight. Uh, Doug Thornton, former DHS supervisor, combat Marine, uh, military contractor. He's done all those things. Um, We've been saying for years, grid down is how they're going to start to achieve their goals. It's not the end goal, but they got to render you helpless, violent, turn the on each other so we're not unified against them. And they know that America is not prepped and this is going to be their strategy. We attack each other and weaken ourselves. And they are in absolute panic mode. Paul Preston's exactly right. So they need to turn us one against the other. And that's why I'm telling you, having like-minded people in your community is really the way to go. And people will help each other if they have some level of resource. We saw that in Maui. It was the locals helping the locals. That was the only help they got. So anyway, that, that's uh, another aspect of what we're looking at here. Um, just going over my notes of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, I, I want to update you a little bit on um, what's going on in Lahaina. There are a couple of attorneys who are either on the verge of being active, and one of them is active, but he's not officially representing anybody because he said he wants to try to negotiate without drawing a hard line by being a formal representation. His excuse made perfect sense to me. I, I, I think but there's a time where I hope that he'll draw a line in the sand and say, this game's over. The game is over for Lahaina. And let me let me tell you why. Um The people in Lahaina have a 90-day stay on their payments. So that while they're paying for somewhere to stay, they also, at the 90-day mark, so what would that be, August 8th to November 8th? So up until November 8th, they don't have to pay. Unfortunately, what's being done to them, it's a forbearance. In other words, you're not getting a new start date a 90-day moratorium. When November 8th arrives, the people of Lahaina will have to pay the back three months plus the interest. And when they're paying on another place, that's going to be difficult. Now, they will have some hazard insurance, and hazard insurance is has to do, and there's different provisions and too many to go into, but it's if you don't have use of your land, hazard insurance kicks in and buys you a little more time. But what I've concluded from talking to a couple of attorneys and some economists that know the situation. Most of the people in Lahaina with insurance and hazard insurance, they're going to get enough to probably pay off the mortgage and then sell the land for pennies on the dollar. And they won't be able to do anything beyond that. What could stop this is if Congress had allocated Five billion, put a moratorium on any development, and they have. They put a moratorium of two-year development that's designed at the residence. It's not for toxicity. That's ridiculous. So these people basically have lost. Is it is the game totally over? No, but unfortunately, I'm not getting through to some people I need to get through to. And I'm not holding out hope that I'll be able to. And I had this conversation, you know, uh, Starkey Farmstead, you know, uh, talked to her, Samantha is her first name. And we uh, were on a conference call together and um, she gets it too. She sees the problem. Um, This government at the federal level, could be allocating $5 billion for the rebuild and stepping in and stopping this. But they're afraid of BlackRock. And you've heard me talk about BlackRock behind Keller Williams, the biggest developer. They're also behind uh, Hawaii Electrics. When they get sued, they'll control the out-of-court settlement, put non-disclosure agreements on everybody. It'll be game over. Um, I'm not optimistic that people Lahaina are going to win, but I'm staying in the fight. I-, I feel like I'm facing a Randy Johnson fastball at 102 miles an hour, 
And I got two strikes on me, and there's two outs in the bottom of the ninth, and my team's down by a run. We got a runner on third, and all I got to do is make contact, put it in play, hope I can we'll tie that game up. But 102 miles an hour means I got 0.4 seconds to try and guess where he's throwing the pitch because it takes me 0.6 to process it. That's where we're at. That's the difficulty we're in. It's a great baseball analogy if you know baseball. But I don't see us turning this around unless the indigenous people were to file federal lawsuits on civil rights violation of their indigenous property rights. They have them, but I'm not being successful in moving the group. And there are other people who have been in these conversations who are echoing what I'm saying, and we're just not getting through. And they're wonderful people, but they're talking about having a Nuremberg 2.0. You know, I agree with doing that. After you get your land. And unfortunately, that's not what's happening here. And But I, I do think we need to keep Maui alive. We need to keep the Lahaina people as an example. And we need to keep helping them fight. And if a lawyer does come forward and we get proper kinds of lawsuits, then we need to be ready to help with the legal defense funds that they're going to need money for. See, the people whose homes were destroyed, I don't know if you know this or not, and I haven't made a huge deal of this, but I've mentioned it. Um, when you go through the core of Lahaina, that's a lot of worker housing that was built in the 50s. It's not high end. And you've got a lot of middle income, skilled and unskilled people that live in these homes. They don't have a lot of resources, and they certainly don't have a lot of contacts. Um, they are depending on people outside the community that have the ability to move things legally to help them. And I and I want to keep this hope alive, even though I'm just telling you, you know, it's the bottom of the ninth and the good guys are behind. And it's not looking promising. But I think we need to keep this alive because I've said this now over the last week and I'm going to say it again. You need to understand, we all need to understand what's coming. First they came for paradise. No one said anything. And they came... For East Palestine, no one said anything. Then they came for Lahaina, no one said anything. Then they came for us, and there was no one left to talk. This is why I said Maui is the hill to die on. They may not, you may not be the victim of a burnout, the, our natural disaster that leads to this. You just may live 25, 30 miles from work, and gasoline now goes to $12 a gallon. Have you watched what's happening with gas? Have you seen what Biden has done? I mean, we could go to $20 a gallon for what's he, what's he doing, and you can't afford to drive to work, but your job is waiting, and the government says, well, the economy's really bad. We're going to get rid of the dollar, but we have a place for you to live over here. Come on in. Come on in, and debts will be forgiven. This is how they're going to do it. Debts will be forgiven. There'll be debt repudiation. You just have to sign on to their CBDC. What I'm trying to decide, is this really the mark of the beast? If they do, I'll just lay down in my home, take my beating. Now, I'm in a position where I might be able to last a little longer. House is paid off, but they did. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. I raised my property taxes by 30%. My homeowner's insurance went up double. <laughs> yeah. In other words, how many people are they going to force out of their homes with these kind of expenditures? 65% of America, as you know, lives paycheck to paycheck. So what do we do? What are we going to do? Um, are you going to capitulate and move? Or are you going to prepare right now? Food, water, guns, gold, ammo, natural medicine, tools, farming within your own home, 
hiding your assets that you've collected and just hunkering down and hope that you can have enough food and water that you can be self-sustaining. Make sure you get the 55-gallon drums with the purifier, trap rainwater. You know, why do you think in Colorado they passed laws 15 years ago that you couldn't trap rainwater? Now, they backed off to public uh, criticism, but they're going to go back to that. They're just, they're beta test this stuff. They do not want you to be independent. They want you in stack and pack cities. If you were to go to my website and you were to put in America2050.org, you'd have, I think there's probably five or six stories there. You'd come to a story that has a map from one of Obama's main urban advisors, and it shows 11 megalopolises where everyone lives, and it's nothing but wide open space. It's the old Agenda 21 wetlands concept, and this is exactly what they want. They want to destroy private farming. They're doing that now. So I I have to say to you that all of this blends together. What I wanted to do was take this time with you and connect the dots. Because I've given you almost, I think I've given you probably 95% of this information, but I want to give it to you in a schematic way to where you understand this all fits together. It's one big plot. It's destroying commercial real estate, converting to livable, making sure you can't stay in your homes in the suburbs or on the farms, making you go into converted commercial real estate properties and new apartments they're building. And have you seen this too? They're building homes just for rentals. Have you seen that? They're like about 800 square foot homes uh, here in Phoenix area. If you drive along the West Valley on the Highway 303, you'll, you'll see that off to the west, uh, west side of the highway. And uh, it's just bizarre. And yesterday I did a piece on uh, they're building Lennar. The big home builder Lennar is building what they call next gen. And what it is, it's multi-generational housing. <laughs> see, they don't want single family homes. That doesn't fit into what they want to do. And they're also trying to get people to, this is, here's another game. You know how they're playing the crypto game in reverse? Okay. Bad mouth it, bad mouth it, bad mouth it. It drops. People get out of it like crazy. And then they all buy up low. Well, here's what they're doing on the flip side with home ownership. Remember, BlackRock wants to own all the real estate. Okay. And it's estimated in in less than six months, they're going to own 40% of it. We've never had over 5%. But here's what they're also doing. They're doing an investment program, and it's from a company called Fractional. Trace the breadcrumbs, you know what company they go back to. And what they do is it's a minimum of $5,000 down payment. And then what they'll do is you get maybe 15, 20 people to go in on the deal. Well, right now, the average house is up worth uh, $400,000. A year ago, it was 300000 the market is grossly overinflated, and it's BlackRock. When you trace these LLCs, hey, hello, yeah, this is Stan. Is your house still for sale? How many calls or emails have you got like that? I even get them on Skype. It's incredible. And, but, and then you've had to bid for homes, right? Where in our lives, in our past, have we ever had to bid for a home? You come in, and the seller is really lucky if they get the asking price. But then you get into bidding more, it's because it's BlackRock. It's the LLCs coming in and driving up real estate prices because here's what they want to do. Next-gen investments, okay, and people who will buy now, and it's the worst time to buy a house, you're going to be buying at the elevated price. And as the economy starts to have the air go out of it, what's going to happen to real estate values? They're going to plummet, maybe by as much as 200%. And then all these investors are left holding the bag, and they'll sell the note to who? One of our friendly LLCs. Hey, do you still have that property available? And then BlackRock gets to buy it up for pennies on the dollar. You see, it's the same strategy as the crypto. And and once you understand how they do business, it becomes really easy to figure out, you know, how they're going to manipulate all this. Here's the ultimate end goal. And then I'll take any questions you have. When they say to you, you will own nothing and you'll be happy, well, forget the happy. They'll be happy, but you will own nothing. There's actually a class of people they're talking about. If you move to the inner city, if you come to our smart city, we'll make a travel exception for you. 
And this is the deal they're going to make with the more hard to get people in there. The people who might have some education, some really valuable work experience, you know, with uh, way, way over six figure income plus. And what you'll do is you'll come in and you'll work at jobs they want you to do for a while using the skill set you have. And then you say, well, if you do a good job here, we will let you move to another smart city of your choice. And you can do this every three years. Yeah, but I can only travel 500 miles. No, we'll make the exception for you. But come here and provide legal services or medical services or whatever it'll be. And they're going to make an exception for these people. So these people, <laughs> they won't own any furniture. And seriously, they won't own anything except for the clothes on their back and a little clothes that they carry in with them. Remember, they can only buy three articles of clothing a year. So they come in. And they do their work, they do a good job, and they go, well, you know, I'm over here in whatever city, and I'd like to move to San Diego. The beaches are beautiful, and I want to be backed up to where I get a little beachfront action going on. And if you're high enough up on the food chain, what you'll do is you'll fly there. Uber will take you. You'll just take a couple suitcases with your clothes, and you'll go to another place where they have nothing but furniture. They'll have entertainment. There'll be a gym to work on in across the street, a pub you can go see your friends with. And this is going to be how the upper part of us who are going to be forcibly relocated will live. So um, anyway, Jennifer, thank you. Um, Asking me a question here. If we turn off our devices on October 4th, uh, do we go on the naughty list for noncompliance? That's a question I don't have the answer to. Is it possible? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I have a reliable Faraday bag, but I'm going to put them in what I think is my reliable Faraday bag, and then we're going to put it in our microwave. <laughs> oh, we're not turning the microwave on, but you will have the most protection there with this. In case they're doing anything with grid down, which I don't think they're going to do, I think this date will pass so they can go look at those stupid conspiracy theorists, but they're putting into play, I think, a black swan event. And I would protect your electronic devices. If you can fit your uh, laptop in there and put your cell phones on top, that's what I would do. And I'm being very serious. And if you have the ability to take out batteries, right, I would disconnect everything. And the reason is I don't want anyone to cooperate with them. I don't want them to get a good measure on this because they're not being forthright about why they're doing what they're doing. We have no obligation to cooperate with them. How do we know that what they're doing isn't illegal? Hmm? And this is really a civil disobedient person. I pay my taxes. In fact, we actually hire an ex-IRS auditor who's retired and does our taxes. We stay out of trouble. You know, we have a private business. Right? We have an LLC. And um, I don't want to come afoul with the IRS especially now that they got armed 87,000 agents. I don't want to get SWAT team for what's on my tax report. So I'm not a civil disobedient guy, but I have reached a point where I'm telling you this. If they, it's just like Biden and his BS, uh, uh, we're going to take away the wood stoves. Now we're going to take away another form of cooking. Eventually it's going to be your hot water heater. You know what my answer is? Come and get it. Because I'm not giving that stuff up. You can pound sand. That's my civil disobedience. Anything that they pass that's unconstitutional, illegal, ungodly, I'm not doing. And if all of us would do this, they would collapse. Authoritarian regimes, historically, if you know history, authoritarian regimes depend on Groupthink and fear to comply. And if you show you're not fearful, look at Lekvonza. Remember what he did with the worker strike in uh, Eastern Europe and the, the Soviet control over his area just collapsed? That's what we can do, too. So I think our first step is civil disobedience. Our second step is to make sure when they decide they're going to pull the plug on the economy and crypto, just the air goes, that's when you buy. Be in the same position they're in. Now you're saying, Dave, you're telling millions to go in. Okay, um, that's fine. It'll dilute the profit pool a little bit, but you'll still make some money. They won't make what they thought they were going to make. Oh, they'll be so pissed off. But they don't have a lot of options. They really don't. 
because to monetize gold and silver will be more difficult than monetizing Bitcoin or crypto in a volatile period. That's when they can really make their money. Um, Okay, question comes in here from Jen. Do we need to do the same on October 11th? Absolutely. Thank you for mentioning that, Jen, because I'm I'm hearing that this is going to be a twofold test. It's both days. Um, too many roaming hordes will override your position easily. Better to get saved. Okay, I'm saved. But I also believe in the old saying, God helps those who help themselves. I'll pray that he delivers me from any violence. But also, too, how many people had to fight for their freedom in the Bible? Hmm? How about David? A manly man who killed Goliath as a child, but he wrote poetry, wrote songs. In many ways, he was very tender-hearted, wasn't a perfect man, had his rival killed so he could marry his wife, but he, he wasn't perfect. But listen, he had to do what he had to do to survive. And, and um, how many people had to basically fight their way out of difficulty? Sorry, being a Christian is not going to be easy, and it's almost synonymous with American. You're marked for extinction. You see, you have to understand something. They know they can get the immigrants to come here to conform. They don't know the First Amendment from the 51st Amendment. They have no clue. Freedom of speech, what's that? Freedom of assembly, what's that? They don't know. They don't know what their rights are. Because they've been dictated to for so long in third world countries, they don't know. But they can be controlled. You will be more difficult to control. You might learn to keep your mouth shut with all the electronic surveillance. But meanwhile, you might be a citizen by day and a Viet Cong by night. And they can't afford to have that with Americans. And they know Americans aren't going to give up their guns. So we have almost 400 million guns with 130 million gun owners. They're afraid of that, too. By virtue of the fact you're an American, you, you can't sit this out. You can't hide under the kitchen table. This is why we need to realize it's all hands on deck when the proverbial poop hits the fan. It's all hands on deck. It'll be everybody for themselves. If we could totally prep as a nation, they would not get anywhere with us. They wouldn't. And we have 7 million veterans of fighting age. We have many in the military who are not going to go along with this. There's reason for some hope. But I believe that you plan for the worst case scenario. And I, you know, Just basic coaching 101. When I used to prepare for opponent, what's the thing that's most dangerous that could hurt us the most? And you prepare for that. You prepare if you want to win a league title, you gotta have a system in play that can defeat the best opponent. Well, the same thing is true here. We need to be encouraging people to be prepped. But I will say this if we could stop them in Maui, if we could get good federal lawsuits on indigenous civil rights, property rights violations, we could really tie these people up. The agendas would really be exposed for everyone to see. So that's what I'm praying for. Um, Someone mentions informed consent. There is no informed consent in this country. To the people that run this country now, now, the Constitution is meaningless. Just reading through some of what you're sending here uh, on the board. Um... Uh, I don't think you have to make a choice between prepping and loyalty to God. Right? There's plenty of examples in the Bible of prepping. You can even, I've done it, you can do a search term. Prepping in biblical scripture. And what does it tell you to do? That's your homework assignment. Um, I don't really think that white people are going to be that singled out when the purge comes. Americans and American. Seriously. The white 
black, gay, straight, all these divisions. They use it to divide and conquer. They want us to focus on each other so we don't unify and focus on them. That's what they fear the most. But here's why they're really afraid, because people are waking up. How many people who have just been traditional Democrats who are uh, who are black, they're now saying, I can't be part of this. This is not my party. And I'm saying it, too, about the Republicans. The, the GOP is dead. The fact that they'll pay the salaries of 57,000 public workers in Ukraine and tell the people of Lahaina to go to hell tells you what their priority is. Americans do not matter to this government. We need to stop thinking we can influence the government. The only thing that works on this government is pressure. And if they knew they were all going to get unelected in the primary, the GOP would not, let's put it this way, we'd have a government shutdown today. But instead, McCarthy made the deal. McCarthy, McDaniel, the head of the RNC, McConnell, right? All three of them who run the Republican Party are criminally corrupt. They're owned by China, and you are in their way. And we have the same thing in Arizona, whether it's our Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, the governor, the secretary of state, the attorney general. It's all the same thing. It's the, it's, in fact, the county clerk and recorder, Stephen Reischer from Maricopa County, and Bill Gates, who was the leader of Maricopa, is a county uh, board supervisor, chairman. At the time, they had this ridiculous 2022 election where 59% of voting machines failed on opening in Republican districts. That's a matter of court-proven fact, okay? Not a conspiracy theory. And the fact that they called this the most fair election ever, and we found out, too, that Gates and... Um, Stephen Reischer had a PAC, political action campaign, against Kerry Lake and other America First candidates. So you have GOP going against GOP because they want to put America first. If, if you think that you can win with these people in, in, in office, there needs to be a complete upheaval in our government. And then if we did manage to toss them all, I wish someone would take that website, tossthemall.com, and I, and I wish that, that they'd organize, unelect all the incumbents. Then what we need to do, it's not over. Then you'd need to fire everyone who is GS13 and above because it's the deep state. It's We've been here 25 years, and we got, and the EPA needs to go away. The FBI, we don't need a national police force. we got a local police force, state police force. We have interstate cooperation. We don't need to have an FBI in this form. They need to go away. We need to tear the CIA down brick by brick, just like John Kennedy said. Okay? And, well, am I taking a chance in saying that? Probably. But we need to tear down these institutions that are just making laws. I mean, doing away with a wood stove, that, that came from the energy department. Who in the hell are they to make a law? That's not Congress. Who is Biden to stop the Keystone Pipeline by executive order? That's a congressional action that's needed. Executive orders are not laws, but this is the dictatorship that we live in now. That's why we need to wipe the slate clean. And and I know I said I'd do a list of about 10 people, you know, and I, 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 I know Emmer would be on it. By the way, did you hear him talk about central bank digital currency? I mean, it could have been a Dave Hodges speech, seriously. I was so proud of him to come up risking being called a conspiracy theorist. Uh, his bill will fall in its place. It was an anti-CBDC bill. He even said this. He said, um, this is no more than what the communist Chinese have done to their people. We want to do it to our own. That's pretty impressive he would say that in open congressional hearing. But I don't know that we can make an exception. I'm beginning to think in the primary election for the GOP, the entire House must be defeated. Now you're saying, well, they'd lose to the Democrats. No, they wouldn't. No, they probably wouldn't. You know why? If we're smart enough to get rid of the GOP incumbents, we'd be smart enough to vote against the Democrats. And this really needs to be a strategy. Now, I don't even know if we're going to get to a 2024 election. And I don't know if we can reach enough people to make a difference. We need 10 million people like you going forward with information. 
and then have a unified plan. Clean house. And then what will we do once we have control of the government? Well, if a corporation makes a donation to a political campaign, that's a five-year prison sentence in any way, shape, or form. Paper ballots, IDs, deport all criminal aliens with serious criminal records. I'm not talking jaywalking. I don't give a crap about stuff like that. But let's see, they're rapists. They've been murderers. They're a member of MS-13. They got to go. They got to go. And then you put the electronic surveillance on the border and you stop the immigration and you only let in the people who will be good citizens. Like what we did at Ellis Island and Angel Island. It's what my father's family came through on. It's what actually my wife's um, grandparents came through on. Um, This is what we need to be doing. I'm not against immigration by any means. But I'm against chaos. I'm against importing terrorists. I'm against letting military units cross our border. And this is what we're getting. And we have clear evidence. And we need to just clean house. And if we have the if we have most of the military on our side, I don't think the UN dares show up with their troops because we have over four thousand ICBM and tactical nuclear weapons. Not to mention the storehouse of other really deadly stuff we own. So I don't think that they would do that. But this is what it's going to take. We have to win the information war. And this is why I've come on here today. Yeah, I see the number up there, too. Yeah, I do. Um, Alan, let me read your comment here. I was in public safety for Denver, and our pension fund was taken up by Colorado Police and Fire Pension Fund. And I feel when everything hits the fan, our pension is going to be seized. You know, you're probably right. But I don't think that can be an impediment to defiance because the Social Security is going to be gone. Your medical insurance is going to be gone. They're going to take everything away. There is nothing that these people in charge will not do to you. You are an impediment to their power. This is why they're loyal to China. You know, who was it? Um, I can't think of his name now. Chumps out of my head. Um There were, he was eight years ago, 75 members of Congress identified as belonging to the Communist Party, American Communist Party, or front groups for the American Communist Party. Kamala Harris was one of those. (laughs) So was Chuck Schumer. Uh, You know, the other thing that we need to have in place, too, um, a good number of our people in Congress have dual citizenship. You need to make a decision. Which country... Are you a resident of, and that's where your citizenship needs to be, or you don't need to be representing the people. We don't need any more divided loyalties. And then we need to take the universities and fire every woke university president there is, get rid of all their boards, and start over. And I I hesitate when I say loyalty oath, but, yeah, the Constitution, the Constitution, the Constitution. Patriotism, patriotism, patriotism. And if you want to do something else, then move your ass to the country that's making you do these things and get the hell out of our country. And I mean that sincerely. We have a whole generation now of young people that thinks that socialism is a great thing to do. You know what, though, when they wake up, when they get to be 40 and realize we can't afford the bull crap and body bags always go with socialism, that's when they wake up. But we're going to get no help from the Seriously, their minds are so polluted, it's unbelievable. The the crap that they're told that they got to do and believe. I mean, we have met the enemy, and he is us for our indifference. Um, well, the decision is not going to be made by us, though. We need to wake the country up. But ultimately, I, I think... This is going to be decided by our military. That's my guess. The people generally don't decide disputes. We're already in a soft civil war. I mean, think about it. If you say the wrong thing on a particular view, um, you get fired. Don't have to be convicted of anything. You get fired. You get ostracized. The FBI will kick your door in. Um, You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, she was a victim of four SWAT team raids. Someone was trying to get her murdered. This is what we face. This is what we face. 
And what I'm telling you is that we need to pray for the Lord's guidance, pray that these changes can come peacefully, unless we are in the final days, and then we pray for sustenance and to get through this the best way we can. But I will tell you this, some of you who look forward to the last days, let me give you a casualty report. The Bible tells us three out of four of us will be dead. So it's real good to say, yay, yay, the end days. I have trepidation, and the way I handle the trepidation is through prayer. But I have great trepidation about the end days. I would much prefer from my selfish part of me to push this off to a far later generation, say a thousand years in the future. That would be my preference. But if we're to be locked into this, I hope God gives me the courage to do the right thing and to obey his will. I will tell you this, ain't no one in my family going to take CBDC. I don't care what it costs us. And if all of us did that, we could stop this system. That's why they're in a hurry to hurry up and get it in, because the world is waking up. I don't know if you know your history, but I remember being a kid and I was watching the 1968 Democratic Convention and the Chicago police were acting like thugs and people for merely protesting the Vietnam War were having the crap beat out of them. And the people who were there were chanting, the whole world's watching, the whole world's watching. (laughs) Well, we need to get the whole world watching. I don't care if people tell you you're full of crap. Don't ever mention this to me again. Then go on to the next person. Treat that person like a busy signal. And we need to go out and make sure that we're winning souls for Christ, patriots for America, and not backing down. In fact, I got the theme song for you. I won't back down. Yeah, no titles, nobility. Yeah, no kidding. Do away with the bar. I agree with that. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Um, do we have it in us? I hope so. I hope so. Um, I'm going to ask you to do something, though. Take this video, because it will be posted here in a few minutes, and share this everywhere. Share it like you've never shared it, because this is a call to action. It's not a call to revolution. It's not a call to insurrection. It's a call to, we're not doing your unconstitutional, illegal things, Joe Biden. That's number one. We're not obeying your executive orders. Something comes through Congress, yeah, well, it depends. Does it follow the Constitution? If it does, we're obligated to follow it. I have to pay a 30% increase on my property tax now. Okay, that's legal. I don't agree with it, especially in these hard times. Uh, with all these people who are living month to month and can't afford a $400 repair bill on their car, I think this is a hell of a bad time to be doing that to anybody. But hey, I live in the Communist Republic of Maricopa County, so I'm not surprised. But I have to do it. I have to pay that. That's legal. Some of this other stuff, it ain't legal. And, And the Founding Fathers said it very clearly. When they break the Constitution, you are under no obligation to follow them. And I would say, please share this far and wide. And we don't need to have protests. I think they're a waste of time. J6 was stupid. Uh, Do I think the people in J6 are being abused and their rights violated? Oh, you're darn right I do. But uh, I didn't go there. I said, I want direct action. Protesting doesn't change things. Protesting is done one-to-one, one-to-small groups. I go talk to the Tea Party in Payson, Arizona. That's a form of a protest. Okay, but I'm not going to go to jail for it. Okay, you know, the people that are there aren't going to get thrown in jail and be held without trial for two and three-quarters years. We need to be selective about what we do, and what I'm just saying we do is we stay and quit. You stay and quit and don't do anything illegal they want done. You see, they understand they're Bolshevik communists. And if there's violence, they will be the ones that start it. Anyway, we'll see you back here next time. I want to thank you so much for coming here. I do appreciate you listening to me uh, ramble on this, though. But I'm telling you, violence is not the answer. We get a lot of people that will come onto my site and say, yeah, I got my shotgun ready. And a lot of work real good with the SWAT team. You have a shotgun ready if your society breaks down and you're worried about a bad guy who wants to kill your family for your hot dogs. Yeah, I'd say that might be an appropriate use of force 
if you're defending your family's life. But um, this is not going to be decided by our violent actions. But we could be the impetus for change through our defiance of obeying illegal and ungodly orders. And don't let anyone ever pull this Romans 13 BS on you. Okay? Romans 13 says, render unto Caesar what Caesar, do what they tell you to do. Yeah, but what if they tell you to do ungodly things? What if they say round up six million Jews and put them in concentration camps and exterminate them? Well, the leader said it. Adolf Hitler said it. We better do it. (laughs) Okay, that logic breaks down pretty quickly. So be true to yourself and don't give in. And please spread this message far and wide. I'll see you back here next time. God bless everybody. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.